Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going into the Week 9 Waiver Wire Show. We'll go over all of the top ads for the week. But before we do that, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram, Fantasy Football Profit. We're on YouTube at youtube.com slash fantasy slash fantasy football profit. And you can go actually support us on Patreon if you want as well at patreon.com slash fantasy football profit. So it's week nine waivers, Jeff. You would think there'd be somebody that would have stepped up at this point to be some big time ad. And it's really not happening this week, I'll say. Unless you got somebody that's just must own. No, I wish I I wish I had kept him from you and, and I could give a big reveal here, but it is slim pickings once again, and I think this might be the worst week yet. Um we have a few guys at least at running back it's the worst. Oh, by far. But even I mean, really, throughout. I mean, there's a couple guys that I'm kind of interested in wide receiver wise, but running back is definitely bottom of the heap and even QB right now. I mean, yeah, there's not that well, many great so- streaming options at the moment. And I say our our rule is typically players that are owned in forty percent of leagues or less are the ones who make our list. So I'm going to break the rule here to start the episode. <laughs> <laughs> talk before we get into those guys. I'll just talk about some guys that are st- maybe in the forty to fifty, you know, under sixty percent range, kind of a thing. So players like Aaron Jones, forty eight point two percent right now. When Green Bay actually gave him a shot, he looked really good, and I think they should. So Aaron Jones, if he's out there in your league. You're picking him up over any of the guys that we're about to talk about. Um, probably Doug Martin as well, who he had he had a fumble which killed his day there, but he had 13 carries for 72 yards. So not a lot, not a huge amount of carries, but he's still clearly the main guy there, I believe. He's their you know lead back. J- Jalen Richard's going to be involved, but he only got two carries. So Doug Martin. If you're really needy at running back, pick up Doug Martin, pick up Aaron Jones, which out of those, like out of those, or, and then even Peyton Barber, he's 56% owned, which he's this up and down thing. He said two of the last three weeks have been good. So, but if you take three of those guys, which kind of what order would you put Jones, Martin, Barber in? Jones, Jones Martin, Martin, Barber. Barber. Would you do with that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I would. Yeah, perfect. Perfectly said. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, you know, Martin is still uh, intriguing because obviously. You know, Lynch being out of the picture, I think he will be the main runner, even though it looks like Richard is going to be, you know, the third down back pass catcher. Um, but if he can start getting in the end zone, he's going to pay dividends. Um, but I, I still think Aaron Jones overall talent wise, he's the guy to have, even though he's not quite getting the amount of touches that we want yet. I think he is, he would be the guy to own for sure out of those three. But he's, they are all definitely ads, I would say at this point. Um, probably. There's other, I mean, there's other players owned higher than them that probably should be dropped. Even Corey Clement, who after the Jai injury, he's the you know the one everyone's expecting to be the main guy there. But last two weeks, eight carries, six yards, four carries, six yards. So I, Corey Corey Clement can be dropped. You can just drop that guy. No, not, do you have any? Is <laughs> there any need to keep him like at all? Uh, not only if you're trying to fill in a. a- a bye week guy and you have a, you know, a, a larger league. So you have to go really deep, but no, I, I have no interest in, in him. 
I don't think he... There's just no real reason to put him in your lineup unless you're desperate to fill a spot. So how about then we actually talk about the players that made our list, which... Let's see, who's, who would be your number one player? He's probably a wide receiver this week. Yes, without a doubt, <laughs> wide receiver. Um, I don't even know if I would put them in like a number one, but yeah. obviously um, Kiki QT, because obviously yep. with the injury to Fuller, his production is going to be relatively safe. He can catch a lot of balls. We've seen him do it before. He's only owned in 18.6% of ESPN leagues at the moment. He would probably be my number one because I think he can fill that role right away. There's a need for it where the other guys below him, um, you know, have the, their path hasn't been cleared out near as much. He would be, he's probably my number one. I just don't hundred percent know how healthy he is. He missed the game Thursday with the hamstring. He, should be fine. He was, I mean, he was, he did practice slightly before that. They just, it was a Thursday night game. So it was tough to get him to play. So he should be fine. So I think he would be my number one. Yeah. Cause I think he's going to step into that production. I don't know if he plays the same exact role as Fuller. Oh, he's not going to be that, you know, same kind of guy exactly, but someone's going to have to get the ball there other than the, I mean, really they can't just throw it to DeAndre Hopkins every time <laughs> they might try to, but they can't. Yeah, without so, a doubt. I think he has to be the number one pick pick up this week. He he probably is that guy. I'll say my number two. I think is going to be Devonte Parker. Yeah, I I, I, I think <laughs> got to see if he's for real. I figured that you would say that, and I have a hard time yeah. telling you no because he looked really good. <laughs> uh, they're des- in desperate need of a number one wide receiver. Um, I, I would say that he's worth the the try. I'd go back on my word about how annoyed I was with him. Um, I, I think you have to give him a give him a, a look see. Well, and he's one of the few guys down here who you know actually does have potential to be way up there. There's not a lot that have that. Parker's one of those. I mean, yeah, it, and that's what's so frustrating about him. How many how many years? How many games can we say that about him before you just kind of write him off? Um, last last game, it was kind of like showed me a glimpse of the kind of talent we keep you know, hoping to, to come out in the regular season. So, yeah, I'm I'm hopeful, but obviously I have my guard up because how many times can one guy burn you? This this is it, though, for him. This is, for me, at least, in my mind, he needs to do it now. And I, w- I, w- I want to take that risk, though, if I don't have him and he's out there. I'd take the risk and hope that he's maybe something's clicked with the guy. Yeah. It's always possible. And he is uh, currently owned in 21.6% of leagues, so... Very, so very available. Yeah. And so I say my next guy is another wide receiver. It's going to be DJ Moore, the rookie who finally played well. He's only owned a 10.4% of the league, so he's way down there. Again, there's not a lot here. So <laughs> DJ Moore, another guy I want to take a chance on and see if what he did was for real or not. Maybe, again, maybe it's, he's starting to figure it out here as he gets into the second half of his first season. And I'd, I'd like to take that chance and see if maybe this he's going to be that first round pick potential here. See what he can do. Yep, I agree. He was a third on my list as well. Um, and the uh, kind of like the last official guy on my list um, is actually a more of a flyer, but I like the way he's trending. But that's going to be David Moore from Seattle. He's only owned in two point seven percent of leagues. 
maybe it's still too early to say this, but I feel like it's just wide open over there. I don't think Baldwin is going to get fully healthy. I think they need someone else to step up. And he looks like he can fit the role. And as you very well know, when Russell Wilson, you know, has a good connection with a guy, it goes a long way. Hence why Baldwin was a perennial, you know, pro bowler pretty much. Um, but yeah, I mean, against Detroit this past week, four catches, 97 yards and a touchdown. I mean, the touchdown production has been a little crazy, actually, because he has four touchdowns in the last three games. I don't expect that to continue, but I do expect them to try to work him into the to the playbook a little more. Um, four and 97 is what I like to see. It's trending in the right direction. Yeah, I, I agree with, especially when, I mean, a game like that is, the Detroit game here is a way for him to actually get a lot more usage even. They might see that, okay, this, he's done well with what he had before and to get him a little bit more work and he does even better. Why not keep trying him out? Doug Baldwin's not the same player right now. Tyler Lockett's fine, but there's not a lot of options there. I mean, I think you'd definitely try him here. You know, I, I like it. So I, I, especially in this, <laughs> how weak it is at, uh, wider, there's the waiver wire this week. Week nine has a lot of buys. There's a potential that you could you get in a deeper league. David Moore might be have to be your option. Yeah, and I, I scary. Yeah, I mean it is a little bit. I, I I do think he has enough upside that validates the, you know, the idea that you could actually maybe play him. But yeah, it's definitely a risk one because obviously he hasn't had uh, <laughs> when you haven't had more than four catches in a game. You know, on a struggling offense at times. You know, it's a little worrisome, especially when you're not a household name. I'll throw out another wide receiver here. I'm going to put Cortland Sutton out here again. You talk about him a lot too, but this is even he, he actually, you know, doesn't have a lot of catches, but he last few weeks even it's it's this in huge production, but seven point eight, five point eight, eight point eight, seven point eight. You do worse, but this is also partially due to waiting to see if maybe Demarius Thomas gets traded here. Deadline's just a couple days away, maybe. Possibly he get traded if he if he was to get traded, Cortland Sutton's value just skyrockets. So why not pick him up right now just in case? Yeah, and pick that happens. and you can pick him up for nothing, which is wonderful. Exactly. Just take that chance. If it happens, wow! But and you just oh man, that one's frustrating to me because I I still believe he is the most talented wide receiver coming out of the class, and whenever they throw it to him, he looks unfreaking real. But they just don't throw it to him enough i mean no, as simple don't. as that no they really don't he just needs he needs to get the ball more so yeah it's disappointing that he doesn't but i think yeah if that trade were to happen he's really going to jump up there then i mean i guess i could throw mike williams name out there because he's he's on the he, he qualifies for the list right now he hasn't been great but again this is another player that you just take a chance on if you're you know just want to throw a guy in your bench He's not quite living up to what we hoped, but he's he's around. And Tyrell Williams, I guess, is another one from last week. Yet he's the bye week. Might people might have forgotten about him? Oh, I probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at this with Tyrell Williams, he was added in 17 percent of leagues last week, so he's up to twenty five point six. I think if it wasn't for the bye, he'd be way up there. After those games. Oh, so. without a doubt. I mean, I'm sure people were looking to add people they can actually play right away. Um, but I, how, yes, he had two unbelievable games. 
what do you, I mean, the, <laughs> the crazy part is he had two unbelievable games that were much better than anything before that. But he wasn't getting any more catches. Pretty much he's slotted no. for three receptions, and that's almost it. Um, the fact that he was able to get 118 yards and a couple touchdowns, you know, in both weeks, six and seven pretty much, I, I don't know if that can continue. I don't know if that's a fluky thing for two games or uh, if this is his, you know, role of stretching the field. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't feel safe picking him up. But obviously, he his numbers look better than the other guys that we've thrown out there. They do. And it's one of those where, again, if you have the spot on your – yeah, he, he I'd want the other guys ahead of him. So if those guys are taken in your league and Tyrell is the next one, you need a player, especially, if, again, with all these buys this week. Yeah, I mean, you could take a, take a chance, see if he, see if there's something there. Because if he has one more week like that, then you people are going to be scrambling for him. Yeah, very so. true. Then see if there's. Eh, I mean, not a lot of other guys around here. I'll say tight end wise, Jack Doyle. Pick up Jack Doyle. I think that's a a move to make. Yep. Well, if you need a tight end, only probably not much else than that. No. I've... Maybe if you're really desperate, and even Doyle's gone. You could look at Ed Dixon, who just came back, because he got you know he got the touchdown, only two catches, but if that's just if you're desperate, which some people are, Hayden Hurst, if you're desperate, Dallas Goddard, <laughs> it's, it's kind of ugly. Yep, that's not yeah, the like life the of position. a tight end this year, pretty much. So we talked about those three running backs at the beginning that didn't actually qualify for our mm-hmm. list. Is there anybody else <laughs> at all this week? Um, I guess Naheem Hines officially qualifies 39.1%. Yeah, he's finally back on the radar, I guess. But even him. Um, I don't trust no, him. No, knowing that I'm getting excited about and I'm trying to go through him again just to see if there's anyone that I can even bring up to mention. You know, if you want to try to get Deontay Foreman before anyone else. You could. But throw, Lamar Miller's been playing so. He's been good, playing great. So. so yeah, I don't even know if that is, and I, you know, you have no idea what he's going to look like when he comes back. There's not anyone really with a whole lot of upside. I would have said Raheem Mostert again because he looked good with the few carries he had. But you know, we, I believe it was our last episode we talked about how frustrating you know the San Francisco backfield is. So you know, I don't know if you can grab him and feel secure in playing him, it would be more of a stash kind of deal. Um, I, I, I really don't have anyone else down well, here. Josh Adams from Philadelphia had nine carries, led the team in carries, nine for 61. He looks pretty good in what he did there against Jacksonville. That's an interesting, you know, deeper league running back ad who, I mean, Clement hasn't looked good. Smallwood isn't really the a guy who's going to get a lot of carries and do well with him. He's, he's, he hasn't. He's gotten opportunities. He did catch a touchdown, but maybe Josh Adams is just a guy you... This I mean, it really has to be a deeper league, probably, though, to put him on your team. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt to wait and see with a guy like that. Then another one, Elijah McGuire um, for the Jets. He's eligible to actually come back in Week 9. And with Powell gone, Crowell not playing well, really. Yeah, that maybe that one is an interesting one. I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah, he's just it's it's an interesting player. 
because we we really don't know what he is. We showed he had some signs at the end of last year. We don't know if he's actually anything worthwhile. But there, you were hyping him up big. I don't know if everyone remembers all the way back <laughs> in the beginning of the season, but they were you know everyone gets amped up. Um, but one of the coaches even you know referred to him as a like a Tomlinson type player. I mean they were they're hyping this guy up to no, no end, and then he got hurt immediately. Um, but who knows? Maybe he really was looking that good. So it, it is an interesting one because obviously someone has to run the ball. And as we said, Crowell is so up and down. So I, out of all these guys, I, I do really like that one. I think that is a sneaky one, but obviously one that you need a bench spot in order to wait and find out because it's going to take multiple weeks still. But okay, that's pretty much it for the actually position players I have. So might as well look and see if we can figure out who we should stream at quarterback this week, if there is an option. Which I guess the way players are putting up points, it probably pretty much always is an option. And I'll say the main one, if he's still out there, because he's he's up to now seventy two. Scream streaming, you never know. But Trubisky would be my best option if he was still out there. But chances are he's picked up in your league now, so he probably isn't. Alex Smith actually against Atlanta is not a bad play. Atlanta's not been good, but. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Peterson's probably just going to run the ball. <laughs> you know, that's probably what's going to actually ha- going to happen here. But so if if it is an Alex Smith, Baker Mayfield against the Chiefs, eh, probably not. Chiefs haven't been great against the pass, but I can definitely see them just just destroying Cleveland. Yeah, I, making life not easy. Truly, I don't. It, I don't have anyone that I feel particularly strong about this time around. I'm I'm still kind of waiting to hear about the Fitzpatrick and Jameis Winston kind of deal. Um, nope. I think one of them, whichever one you think is going to start, would probably be a better streamer than most. Um, other than that, um, maybe Derek Derek Carr had a good game playing in San Francisco, yeah. but Derek Carr, you just don't trust. He's him. been playing really really poorly, but he is going against yeah San Fran, like you said. So he kills Indianapolis. Finally has three touchdowns in a game. and uh, Honestly, I might just go with Alex Smith if I was in this situation this week. It, you I know think it's, it's safer, safe. yeah. It's much safer. You just know it's safe and maybe has it's he's going to get you 15 to 20, probably. And he could get you higher. So, yeah, I might just take the safe route this week and not take my chances because I don't like – it's not like you're taking I – mean, Derek Hart, I don't trust. I just I don't I mean even okay even Fitz if Fitzpatrick's the guy, Carolina's not the easiest team in the world to go against, but I still might. It's interesting. I might just take the safe route, go Alex Smith. I think that's what I'm going to do. Uh, but would you, okay? Would you do that or Fitzpatrick? <laughs> if he played? oh uh, Fitzpatrick all day. You think yeah, so? Yeah, I do. Um, just because the but, first game's usually the good one for him. Well, even <laughs> that, I think. I think he. <laughs> I mean, the the worst thing that can happen with that situation is the fact that if he throws a couple picks, they can pull him right away and put Winston back in, um, which yep. would absolutely kill you. But if if you felt good that he was going to play the whole game, I, I think that he would produce more than Alex Smith. Yeah, because even I mean, even when they were losing games, he wasn't a bad fantasy option. Yeah, he he really wasn't. He just could get that that three or four pick game. You never know. Yeah, I, more of my my mind was actually going back to more of like a 
is someone like a Baker Mayfield going against KC? Yeah. Is he obviously it's riskier, but would I be willing to take that? You know, instead of going with Alex Smith, who hasn't, you know, in the last four games he hasn't gotten over twenty points yet, which is worrisome. Uh, the numbers look strangely similar every week. 178 yards on the button the last two. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it is going against Atlanta, so maybe this is the week to do it. Um, but I don't know. I, I was wondering if there was any other guys that I'd be willing to take that risk with. Um, Probably not. No, nah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think anyone I feel strongly enough about. Joe Flacco? I No, nah, there's. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely not with him. <laughs> Eli Manning? No, definitely He's not. He's not by, isn't he? Is he? Oh, yeah. I'm by, right? Yeah. <laughs> But even if it wasn't, so, no, <laughs> definitely God not. Doesn't, he, he could be playing against a, a college team, and I wouldn't play him. Guy's terrible. But, all right. I think it's going to do it for waivers. I actually had something to talk about a little bit, <laughs> more than we expected. Maybe, I keep saying, maybe one of these weeks we'll actually get a big time. If you've been holding, like, in the league, I, I, I don't like leagues that have, you know, you just move up the list and waivers, you know, like the waiver claim thing. I like the free agent auction budgets like we do, but if you're in one of those leagues and you've like been holding on to that number one waiver ad, man, it's been a rough year. It really, really has. No one's there, but all right, that'll do it. We'll be back tomorrow with some rankings. Talk, talk to you guys then. 